We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Genesis Invitational. That's key this year. Picks, preview, bets, one and done. We got it all for you. Plus, I got some giveaways. I got some winners. It's going to be a good show because this is probably the strongest field we've seen outside of a FedEx Cup playoffs or Players Championship. It's stronger than probably the Masters, to tell you the truth, because there's just no old jabroni. Ian Woosnam isn't in the field this week. So Genesis Invitational, if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle, tell me who's going to win this week. That easy. You want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars? Easy one, too. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. We need to get these five-star reviews on the up and go. So... Subscribe to the podcast, five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something you like about the show. Not necessarily this show, just the show in general. A nice ad for the show. Get those five stars up. Boom. And another giveaway for 20 DK bucks. Follow me on the Instagrams at the PME. You see a golf post go up. You just put your DraftKings handle after you give that a quick heart on Instagram. And boom, you're in a draw for 20 DK bucks. Here are the winners from last week. We got $100 winner, Frog Hammer, the winner of 20 DK dollars, J-Dog Skeet Skeet. Log Dog 21, Thunstrom 1, and Draft 867. The UFC winner will be announced on the UFC show. Shocking enough, Jeff Feinberg's here. What's up? I'm all right. We're good. Right before we came on air, it was announced that Philip Rivers was not returning to Expected the Expected news. But, we, but it's still like sure. a, just stop. The band-aids are finally over. We are doing a football show that is coming out yeah. on Wednesday. You'll so get all the takes. You'll get all, and Cust is going to be on it, so tune in and- to that. I got some baseball on the way, too. We had Gary and Amini in here doing baseball breakdowns. I went to the gym. <laughs> I don't need to know this stuff. But, yeah, they're going to be in here doing that. And but, I want to play a game on the football show. But we'll- Oh, we got a game? Oh, so you brought a game for me to play? Not a game, but I Are think- you Jigsaw? No, I think, like, on this date of recording, we should... 
and people can look forward to it. We connect all, we all make our predictions for like the seven teams and the mysteries of quarterback. Oh, okay. I like that. And we see, and then maybe in two weeks we can change some, look, but look for you. now, where we are. Producing on the fly, I like no, it. No, there's a lot of dots. Well, we haven't had Cust on in a while. I didn't, oh. shout out to Cust, because I did not have a great golf betting week. I got Jason Day into the final, like, final two groups. I was like, hey, can he go do it? But Tim declaring Sam Mendes in 1917 free money after I had already given out the four to one on Parasite, tripled down on my bet, boom, really saved my ass, as did Paul. Because I got, like, blackout drunk watching the Super Bowl. And when the Chiefs were behind, I bet them and parlayed them with John Jones. And then I didn't even remember I had the bet. Then I had a whole bunch of money in my account. I was like, what the fuck is this from? I was like, oh, nice. Got to make more bets when I'm not paying attention. When I do the statistical analysis, shit picks. When I'm blackout drunk, winning money. The... We'll be right back here in a year minus a week. Pebble Beach was exactly what we said it was going to be. Literally. Um... And every, you know, weren't the only ones you call it. Someone is going to go lights out on a course, get a favorable rotation. And just like Phil couldn't beat Von Taylor, he couldn't beat Nick Taylor. Well, and, and, and Phil like big, no, hold Saturday, on. Big, big day for the curse too. Cause Tim didn't release it publicly, but he told us that oh. Phil was definitely going to win that he was free money and that Benning, he bet him. Yeah. And then as the tournament started going along, he was like, Oh, Nick Taylor can't lose. Yeah, well, listen, we know what you're up to, Tim. Phil got filled, but listen, they they both made enough strokes elsewhere through the week that they could afford to bleed a, some on the back, and and I don't know, it happened. And I don't did Phil even come second? I'm not. I'm not no, picking on him. Streelman came second. It's a great week. Um, Shocking for to Phil because I, I didn't think he was going to compete at all. Yeah, but off of is. the second in Saudi, which we were kind of we didn't want to give any credit to, but this one we are going to you know put two performances in a row and be like that's pretty cool. I'm. Proud but disappointed he's not taking the U.S. Open exemption. I think he should have. Maybe he thinks he can play his way in. Maybe he's feeling the bombs. He, he's obviously feeling that. That um, Speaking of playing their way in, great little Sunday for Spieth. Yeah, is it more fitting that he chipped in on the last hole to get it? He went from native area to native area to chip in. Yeah. For par. <laughs> and as disappointing as it is, um, there's always times you highlight, you cut the clip of me ranting about the networks. That uh, It's really a shame that something in such a boring Sunday of double bogeys on the back nine and Phil and Taylor vomiting o- them over themselves and Larry Fitzgerald. Winner. Two-time Pro-Am champ. Awesome. Streelman and Fitz. For them not to make any mention of what, like, real golf fans were, were watching and observing uh, was, you know, the Spieth situation. And you like him or hate him. He's a polarizing player. It's a story. I was cheering for it. I said I thought he would get the top 12, even though I lost a side bet on the internet for the versus Kevin Na. Kevin Na, nice rally, well, by the way. For the final three rounds for Kevin Na were nice. It wasn't a, a on-the-books head-to-head. It was off-the-books in a DM. But that was a ridiculous roller coaster of a head-to-head matchup. Well, he, well, what did Na start? Four over on no, Thursday? No, he started four under. Yeah, but then he was four over at and the then end. He shot, yeah, then he was like four over. And then he got it to like one under. And then to like five under. Great little week to make the cut. He's, I don't know, playing uh, well. I don't really care to talk about Kevin Na on this thing but um yeah spieth got what he needed he's in mexico i a lot of encouraging signs at the same time if you were stat tracking it the drives were 
off the fairway. Yeah, of course. But, but when, we, we talked about it. But, driving didn't matter this week. But when he was on the fairway, there were a lot of, he, he missed a lot of four and eight footers that hey. he could have even scored scored better. But Spieth and Daniel Berger weaseling some top tens with quality Sundays as everybody went the other way. Everyone went the hit. Streelman, Berger, and Spieth all moved up, and so did like a lot. Well, Streelman was already up there. Yeah, but, but Streelman was of that group because I ended up on Malnati after Saturday. He was 200 to one going into the back nine at Monterey where there's three par fives, and he was at minus 10. I was like, pick up two more birdies here. You're like three shots off the, at 200 yeah. to one. And, it was and then fun. he just went away. <laughs> and even getting, because I know a lot of people, it was a week where you liked a lot of dogs and there was like more of the top 20 bets were popular. And the top 20s were kind of in play yeah, all and then day they all went away. everybody. Wu got there and then he immediately gave it all back. Then Luke Donald got there and immediately gave it all back. Luke Donald three times this Manning. week. Three times this week, Luke Donald went like birdie, 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 double bogey, but double bogey. And it was like, come on, man. You're supposed to be able to make these five foot putts. What are you doing? Speed? approach on the weekend i believe it was in the third round i think it was like 4.7 strokes gained approach his most gained on approaches in over three years like we talk about twofold speak trying to turn it around a little bit you need to see the ball striking come back it looks like the approaches are coming back once he can just figure out the driving a little bit because now he's basically wes bryan out there the guy can't drive but he can hit approaches and he doesn't have the distance of Phil. Maybe he does have the distance of Phil. Phil's distance is off the charts Phil? here. Okay. He, he actually does hit bombs. But, one sec. Spieth actually getting in, I know why you're rooting for it. Like, you don't want to... It's not fun to have Spieth be, like, terrible. It's fun to have him around because you like to root against him, but it'd be no fun if he wasn't there. Sure. And like, I, you don't hate him. No, but now, as you pointed out, like, I, I don't... Not, like, revisionist history whatever props called that he would have a drop off, but I'm not, I could be part of it. I could be part of it, but like a 20 to one or something at the masters, I'm not going to touch it, but I don't know. I'm here to see him play fine and get his occasional, I don't know, win every 16 months. Like a lot of the top 40 players in the world are capable of doing. Yeah. Basically just pull a Stenson essentially. Yeah, sure. Compete at a major year and then like pick up a travelers along the way once every two years. Seems about, about right. And there are a lot of places that he will go and be incredibly comfortable at. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him rebound and a little Phil bit. Phil looks fantastic. Yeah, he's forgetting a, the, the play. He's 50. No, I, yeah, I'm not even talking about the scorecard. I'm talking about his physical appearance. And, yes, I mean. he's been and, he, on, and he's 50. He's the best shape he's ever been in. Yes, he's been on social media and documenting it. And we've kind of seen it. But like, you just, I don't know. On Sunday, when you get five hours of it, maybe seven. He looks just phenomenal. We should have saw because even in his pro, I don't mean interrupt. I do that a lot, but even in his profile pic, they got to change that because it still looks like soccer mom, like from a couple years ago. Probably the file photo we got. He's got it. He's worthy of looking as great as possible in those profile pics because he looks fantastic. It should really just be a picture of his calf. They should allow him to wear shorts on the PGA Tour just to showcase the calves. He had that great tweet. After Saudi in like the Red Sea, I'm not Moses. Like <laughs> the from behind and like a dark silhouette. It was it was great, better than Brady's. I think that was a part of a Super Bowl commercial. Though. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm sure Tim will complain about Sweet it. Sweet integrated marketing. What's wrong with that? Listen, gotta get paid, like Jeff. Gotta get paid. Just better not be my quarterback. Get them Insta bucks. Better not be. It was. Kind of clear that Phil probably wasn't going to have much left in the tank because on Saturday, I think he chipped everything in. But do you know who did that the week before and won? Graham McDowell. True. 
Graham McDowell's Saturday, that week he won, was literally, he did everything you saw Phil do on Saturday, except you were sleeping when it happened. Um, and Phil would have fit that narrative, too, of the, like, yes, on a different tour, but we were joking how Westwood and McDowell just got victories. Yeah, that's how I ended up on Luke Donald yeah. last week. He did not play poorly. <laughs> it was 300. What was Phil to win last week? 22 to 1. Oh. That's why we weren't on. Like, if Phil was 70 to 1, we probably would have been I on. Don't, but he I was didn't priced see as a favorite. anybody with a Phil ticket. I saw a bunch of DraftKings stuff, but I didn't see anyone with a Phil ticket. I didn't ticket see either. anybody with a Phil I, ticket. I basically, this is the tournament I watched the least all year. I stuck to it. I didn't have a huge betting card because I didn't want to watch it. And then I stayed away from watching it as much as possible. Watched a lot of movies on Sunday, gearing up for the Oscars. But. I tuned in because I had Day. I was like, let's see how Day's Day doing. Day was doing Day things. Oh, man. I just, it, <laughs> all I needed to see was on, it was number four, middle of the fairway. Oh, it, bunkers. Yeah. No, no, just middle of the fairway. He's, he's there for like yeah. 70 yards it's from the hole. It's a 332-yard hole. 70 yards, just a, like a flick wedge yeah. in. Puts it into the right bunker and short side. Like, it's death. Like, you can't get it up and down from, or you need to make like a 15-foot putt to get it up and down from there. Yeah. He gets it to 15 feet out of the bunker. He misses. But he pulls it, like, way right. No one else was doing that. So then he steps to number five, and then the par three, and then he's just way left yeah. in the bunker, the one spot on number five without going, like, way over that you just can't be. And then you can't get it close, and then you two putt, and it's another bogey, and you're done. I didn't need to see any more from Jason Day. No. Unless he started chipping everything in, he was dead. And then... He went in the bunker on six and seven, too. Yeah. Don't worry about Not, it. Just, I was done with Day yeah. at that point. But then as soon as Nick Taylor chipped in for Eagle, I was like, game over. I saw Phil make the double on eight, and it was like, yeah, this... No, but it got interesting for it, a moment. It got interesting. And I was picking up the Chinese food for the family, and he chipped in again to sort of feel like, okay, now it might actually be over. But it got real hairy. And it we've seen... It didn't, it didn't really get hairy because he was up by so much. The only thing that I paid attention to, I was like, oh, I might have to tune back in here because Streelman was making a move. And I was just on, I was just like outside having a cigarette and looking at Shot Tracker. But, and being like, oh, he's on, he needs to get there in two or put it close in two. I saw that like his third shot was from like 125 out on 18. He just didn't stick it close. Yeah. I was like, par is no good here, Kev. You need to make birdie and really put the pressure on. And he didn't do it. No, but Taylor, it was Taylor could have played number 18 with a seven iron the entire way and won. Yes, but there was a moment of hairiness because I think it was 15 after the double bogey. Taylor was out of position again and he chipped in again. And Phil had made a great chip to, that looked like he was going to save par, but. I don't know. It was still kind of entertaining in that uh, Taylor got up five and then Phil made the most insane par save on like 10 where he got free relief from something. Shocking. And then made an insane par save and he gave like a big fist pump and then he got a stroke back on 10, got one back on 11. Then all of a sudden it was like two. And you know, Phil, like from Ryder Cups, like, I don't know, he's just doing that math. You're just trying to get it to a point. And it was kind of entertaining. I was cheering for... Uh, a TSN sports called Nick Thomas. You know what I can't stand? And this is going to apply to Canadians only. But, like, you see, like, the Canadian... Oh, they golf. called in Bob Weeks today. Yeah, they, as they, if, like, when Tiger Woods wins, it's not important. This is the whole thing. So, like, I see it because, you know, I end up following I'm these... I'm angry, too. It's not that I follow these goobers. It's that other people I follow follow Agreed. these idiots. And then it gets retweeted into my, like, Twitter timeline. It's like, turn on the golf right now. Nick Taylor's in the lead. It's like, you know... Tony Finau and Webb Simpson were going at it last week. I, I hate to break it to you. That's far more entertaining. Yeah. I get that you're Canadian, but if you're a golf, if you cover golf, like you don't just cover Canadian golf, you cover golf. So that means if a Canadian is not in it, you don't care. That is a horrible message to send. Guess what? Uh, to your point, five minutes before the Super Bowl, Webb Simpson versus Tony Finau was exponentially more important to me. To everyone. 
Yeah. They're two high-quality players. Um, I listen, I'm happy Nick Taylor won. Happy. I like Nick Taylor. I was cheering news. for Nick. D- Dillette was all over cheering for him. It was great. I didn't want to see him, like, blow a five-shot lead. Yeah, me neither. Me, like, once, I did Once not... day was done, I yeah. had no runners. It was like, let's go, Nick Taylor. I'm with you. Off. And I'm happy to see Phil's resurgence. I wish he kind of got second place because, according to the pre-turning math, second would put him into Mexico. Where he's already won. Where he has already won, just like we were cheering for Spieth. So both those guys were kind of on a bubble. Um, weird to see how that all played out. Uh, two things, and both these guys are in the field this week, but just quick one. Do we get a great number on Casey? Because he shot like nine over on Sunday. He's one of the very few players over 30 to one that I think has a pulse. And did we get a better number on DJ because he had a bad Sunday? I have bet Dustin Johnson. Okay. This is good to know. It's I all have, good to know. I have bet Dustin Johnson. That's about all I got for Pebble Beach. Just don't bet don't bet anyone over between 30 to 1 or 200 to 1, basically. Yeah. Bet over 200 to 1 and less than 30 to 1 at Pebble Beach. And you called, I mean, we called everything that happened all week from the long shot winner to, you know, who might be there to to Clint Eastwood, you know, that was half great. in the chair. That was great. Half in the chair. Um, yeah. What can all like happen? This? Yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not making any more jokes. I love I love Clint. You love Clint? <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Big fan. I, I'm sure a lot of people don't like Clint. But uh, did you see his movie this year? The Mule? No, it was the Atlanta bombing one. Oh, Richard Jewell. I haven't, but I, I will. Seen. That's a home movie. It's probably a quick watch, I'd imagine. Yeah, I can watch that on, like, yeah. I'll watch that at home. I don't even go to theaters for that. All right, let's get into Riviera. I mentioned off the top that this is now an invitational, which is big. So we talked about the strength of the field. It's basically the strongest non-WGC, non-major, non-FedEx Cup field, like a regular rotation event in like 30 years. This field is incredible Uh, because the field is no longer 156 players or 144 players, whatever it is. It now has invitational status like Heritage, like Colonial, like Bay Hill, like the Memorial, 121 max. I believe there's 121 in the field this week. Top 65 in ties. Make the cut. After two rounds, so a high percentage, DraftKings-wise, are going to make the cut this week, unlike last week, where it was the biggest gap that you're going to have all year. And Ty, and like you mentioned, Tiger made a few phone calls, be like, are you good? Play in this tournament. Everyone's like, yes, sir, I will be there. And they're here. Yeah. Nine of the top ten players in the world at Riviera this week. We know the course. It's, it's 7,322 yards, but it's longer than that because it has two of the shortest par fives on tour, which really takes away from the, like, courses can pad up their length by having, like, a 650-yard par 5. Riviera does not, and it has one of the shortest par 4s on tour as well. So I believe there's seven holes, 450 to 500 yards. That's tough. It's a course with almost, I believe, the most approaches from beyond 175 yards. You need to be long here. Like, shorter players can compete, but they need to be so precise with long irons, like six irons, five irons, that kind of thing or their hybrids, whatever they're, whatever they're hitting, that you go back and look at the guys who have won here. JB wins last year, minus 14. Bubba, DJ, Bubba, Han! Bubba Watson. Like, and Finau and Cantley and all these guys just compete year after year. The names. two years, there were bad weather. Last year, they played like 36 holes on Sunday, and JT... JT g- wilted it. Gagged. He yeah. four-putted and three-putted two holes on the back nine. Uh, so JB wins, and he blew a four-shot lead. And James Hahn won at minus six, also a terrible weather. He beat DJ and Casey in a playoff. Two world-class 
players at the finish line. Correlation courses, the Masters. But you're not going... Correlation courses, the Masters, and uh, Quail Hollow, for sure. We go farther back, and we get a little couple wiener winners, like a Weir and a Merrick, too. Merrick, we go farther in Merrick the had a weird like chip-in year, the year he won. But Bubba's won three times, Phil has won twice, Mike Weir has won twice. What does that tell you? What's this geared for? Lefties. Lefties. Just Lefty. like, the, just the like Augustus yeah. is it. And I saw a stat. Someone could correct me if I'm wrong. But t- this is the event that by teeing it up this week, Tiger will have played the most times at Riviera without winning. Yeah, it's the tournament he's played the most without a win. Yeah. The best he's ever come is second. Usually he doesn't sniff winning here. Yeah. And frankly, it's not a great week for him. He's the tournament host. Like He has a lot of obligations this week. And we're at a course where he doesn't normally <laughs> play well. Do you remember? Not, like, not necessarily not play well, but not win. If Tiger is struggling, how many times are you going to hear the telecast remind you he's the host and he's had so many obligations? Because I just remember from watching the MX Desert Classic a couple weeks ago, uh, all the air they were putting in Phil's tires, who, funny enough with Phil, said he was close. No one, I was <laughs> laughing at his scorecards and he, I guess he, he really meant it. Back to Tiger, yeah. I mean, we're, we are going to have some fun here in a moment. But I hope I'm dead wrong. He's easy to cheer for on Sunday. But when dealing with the top, it's almost like having, it's almost eliminating. And there's red ink for me. I'm not, I'm not betting Tiger. Before we get into it, the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League link is in the description of this video and podcast. Did not fill last week. That's the last time I go try to coax people to get into it. Either you want to play in it or you don't. I'm sorry that there's rake free money to be had, but it's now smaller because of it, and I'm not going to ask for it to be any bigger until it starts filling quicker. It makes me look pathetic when I'm out there trying to pedal it. Like I don't like... Very rarely, I, I sent out a tweet light to try, but yeah, I'm not going to... The first time, it's the first it time is. ever it didn't fill. So, is that an indictment? That's not an indictment on the tournament. Maybe As a it, whole, maybe did they is. see a damn week? Yeah, yeah. The, the five didn't fill. Like It was a... A lot of head-to-heads weren't scooped. Like, it was just a very non-interested week. Either way... It's a rake-free tournament. It's the one you should be playing in. Mm-hmm. So now it's down to 3,000 spots this week. And now people are going to complain they didn't get in. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. It's their fault for not playing last week. Well said. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt, easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, there's now Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows... You're more than just a credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. For me, it wasn't necessarily, oh, it was a bit of credit card debt, student loan debt. I mean, that's how, if Upstart was around then, I probably could have paid that off a whole lot faster because Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart believes you're more than just a credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day! Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and head to upstart.com slash mayo to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. 
That's upstart.com slash mayo. So, the tournament itself. Nine of the top ten players in the world are here. The only one is... Who's not here? Ricky? He's not top ten player in the world. Are you kidding me? The top ten Jeff likes? Oh, is it 13th? What's Ricky in the world? No, not top ten. He's yep. not here. But Webb Simpson's not here. He's number nine. So nondescript. Don't even miss him. Webb? Yeah. Not a great event for him. Not on Bermuda and a super long well, course. Like, I love Webb. And it's like, as we spoke about in our season preview, and he already got the win. Like, his stats are li- literally put him with the names. Yeah. The super elites. You're like, this guy's got to regress. Well, he didn't regress in January. He actually won a tournament. Now the number one player in the world, Rory McIlroy is the favorite at this event. He's seven and a half to one. Justin Thomas, last year's 54-hole leader, nine to one. John Rahm, nine to one. Dustin Johnson, 14 to one. Tiger Woods, 18 to one. Patrick Cantlay, 20. Brooks, Bubba, Xander, 22 to one. Hideki, Finau, 28 to one. That is everyone, 30 to one and below. I have only bet one player from this range. And I know that you've only bet one player from this range. I know who you bet. Who did I bet? Bubba? Bubba Watson. Yeah. Comes in back-to-back top tens. He wins this event literally every other year. Did not win last year. So, of course, he's going to win this 22 year. With 22? Apparently, some people were floating some bigger numbers. There was a 25 out there very early this morning. I think it got hammered. Mm-hmm. I got it at 22. I'm fine with that. Listen, I wish it was 25, but it, that number's not going back up. We're going to do a show, and it's going to be over an hour and 99% of it, it's going to be neon lights talking about other players and distractions when everything is just pointing to Bubba Watson. First in strokes gained at Torrey Pines off the uh, strokes gained total, I want to say, Torrey Pines. Tita Green. Stroke gained Tita Green. At Phoenix, fantastic. Missed a few putts, could have won. Fantastic uh, week. And now at the course where he wins every other year in form. Should we be betting him at the Masters right now? Oh, I wouldn't would know what his number is. I assume is. it's like 35. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i not betting Bubba Watson. I'm going to bet losers, but you're, I could see. Yeah, you're going to bet losers like Dustin Johnson? Don't worry. That, that's yeah. who you're betting? I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw DJ into the loser bucket no, just yet. No, I got my losers are coming. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Got lucky you didn't win a couple weeks ago. If you had to choose one of the big three, Rory, Thomas, and Rom. Rom. I, I, it's Rom for me. Rom. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page. I might bet Dustin and Rom and call it a, a week. That's interesting. It's not. It's almost like what we did last week. Well, last week, listen. We got two guys. We, we got two guys at twenty, but happy to have faded. It's a process of elimination for me. Um, Tiger was funny enough, easy to eliminate, and I'm an idiot because the other guy that just wins all the time, Brooks Kepka, I didn't really have a hard time. Ah, Bubba Watson, thirty-five to one to win the Masters on the number. I'm seeing it. Here's I'm the seeing thing. it. I haven't Here's hit a winner yet this year. At least you hit Min Woo. Oh yeah, I was on Brandon Woo, but you hit Min Woo. Min Woo, in, finally in Australia. Finally. As I joked with you before Showtime, that's a guy that you almost listen. Juan hit it. Happy, not complaining. But he's just would have just as likely to have won at like fifty to one in like a full field on the European tour. Yeah, one, his of, those, ceiling, one of those order of merit. Yeah, Rolex his ceiling style is insane. It was only a matter of time before he hit everything. Kind of like Neiman esque. Like you just like you're never it, gonna be surprised. I'm gonna say it's almost like 
Hovland-esque. Maybe. 2016, I want to say, or 15, US Am uh, winner. Like, his ceiling is through the roof. He's still a baby. Uh, love love the guy. Um, so happy to see him win. His sister almost won, too. That would have been funny. That was like a joint event. Really annoying to watch. There were people, like, passed out on the fringe. There were no ropes. <laughs> they let you bring people everywhere. Really interesting uh, event there. But, hey, that's a real win. European tour. For, for Min Woo. So now I think we're going to start seeing him everywhere on the European tour. Good news. Yeah. Maybe we'll see him over here at some point. He still played some Corn Fairy last year. We were excited to bet him. I didn't even know who he was at the time, not going to lie. He was tailing other people. But, like, some big numbers. And uh, him and, like, John Oda. Well, John Oda is the king of the Corn Fairy tour at, like, the beginning of the <laughs> year. Every single year. You're like, Man, I don't think he won this year, though. No, he didn't. But he comes, like, T4. Anyway, uh, talking about fun, cool players... People are running the Bitbrooks Kepka. I'm watching them. I wish I could book the bet. I don't know, man. I'm not feeling the 22. It's a great number. That I don't want. To I wish I could book the bet. I can't afford to book someone's bets at 22 to 1, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford to bankroll that one? No. It's- not like what, like, to actually book it. It's not worth it taking five bucks. But I would, like, book it, book it. And the books are putting it out there for a reason. And you could say the number's too good. I don't care. It, it is, I, it is I a good care. number. If you, wanted, if you wanted to I blindly care. bet Brooks at 22, I see absolutely no problem with that. I don't think that he's going to play like poorly this week. And if he wins, I mean, it's obviously not going to be a stunner, a guy with four majors in like the past three years. And they have winning at 22 to one. It's a nice number. Uh, he's played here once. He missed the cut. And since he's returned from injury, he just doesn't look like Brooks yet. He's getting progressively yeah. better each mm-hmm. week, and maybe it's just he needs a few, a few, a few, and then boom. Mm-hmm. It's all Brooks, but... Don't worry. We'll I'd, be- ra- I'd rather bet Bubbit 22 to 1. I really would. And I did. I can't argue that. Uh, things point. I'm just not into... I'm not betting Brooks. I'd rather have my money on DJ at Riviera. Brooks in LA to me this week. I bet you he's got, like, other things planned. I bet you there's, like, things planned. Okay. For for big time Brooks Kepka. All right. Like Wait, what? I don't know. Like <laughs> like like night shows, little things, promotional sh- just things. Brooks Kepka is in LA, he's doing things. If Tiger Woods in sentiment invitation, he wouldn't be here. Um, so now he's making the most of a business trip. That's how I see it. Now, guess what? In 18 days, it's the Honda Classic, and he'll be like six to one. Or with JT, eight to one. Is he playing that? Played it last year, That's wouldn't he? Play a lot of, a lot of, shockingly enough, a lot of players play a tournament one year and then do not. It's play in his it backyard. Year. I think he's gonna play. That's usually where he starts. This was the surprise entry, which would lead. I, I don't know if he's in or out, but it would lead me to believe that maybe he doesn't play this year because he'll play this week and next week, and then probably not the week after. That's those are all good points. So, uh, yeah, a lot of guys like Tiger made this a big part of his thing, and he's scrapped Honda. He showed up there one year. He hasn't been back. That, uh, that was the first time when. That was the first Tiger comeback, like, oh, shit. And then he lost to Sam Burns on Sunday. Sunday. But, but yeah, that was Tigers just going to events that, like, Yeah, just but, he, like, and, all of a sudden he was inside yeah. the top ten. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, find my tweets from that week. Not saying he's going to win this week, but everything. And there still was so much hate then. Like, you're an idiot. So if we cross it off. Like, I, I am I, an idiot. Listen, I got no problem with Rory or JT, but if I had to pick, it would be Rom. I'm considering going with you on DJ at 14 and making my card DJ Bubba. I have one long shot and then maybe one guy from the mid tier and just call it a week. I don't think there's, 
listen, I don't think anyone special is winning this thing. Can't lay, like, can't lay or Fino. Maybe can't lay for me. I love them both. I love them both. Hard hitting. No, I've said like for me, like the guys with the triple underlines, Dustin's already bet. And if I bet Rom, I can't really do anything else, like anything else. But but the card the the card is going to be small but impactful. And just as it could be DJ Rom, it could be DJ Cantley Finau. Done. Decky? I'm not there. I Cantley. I feel like I don't want to abandon Finau. I guess they're, they're not giving us a – I thought we'd get a better number. Why would you think you get a better number than this? I don't know. Isn't this exactly what win. we called last week, 28 to 1? Because he doesn't win. But three weeks before Tory, I almost guaranteed he would win one of his next three events, and I didn't bet him at Waste Management. So I feel like I got lucky, and now I could catch it. I just Out of all the guys in the 20 to 1s, I feel like he is the least likely to win. I think, obviously, Bubba is the most likely to win. That's why I bet Bubba Watson. It would then be Brooks, then Xander, then Cantley, then Hideki, then Finau. That's where I would go with this. Not to say that he can't win, but, like, if you're going to judge him around all the guys around him, he's clearly the inferior player in terms of an outright bet. If you had to bet someone to come yeah, inside the top sure. 10, sure. As I said, I like losers, and I'm just happy I find a, a blind nut. The squirrel finds one once in a while. I don't. I wish I could do that. I could pay for something. But um, I feel a lot like, what were we saying? Where was it? Was it Tory Pines with Leishman? It was like, yes, the very top of the board is going to be great. And the only guys at the back, no one's going to like win in that next tier without pedigree. Sort of like Leishman or even how Bubba, like how those were the guys we were talking about at the back of the board at Tory. Okay. Xander has two appearances at this event, has never finished worse than 15th. I don't want to bet him. Why? Why why would you prefer Finau to Xander? A guy who wins versus a guy who can't win. I'm just curious. I mean, you might not be wrong. I think right now in this moment, Finau is on the extreme cusp of it. You don't think, and- you don't think that he blew it? Okay, I, that's what I was going to say. I was wrong, dead wrong many times, especially less than a year ago where I thought after playing that Sunday with Tiger at the Masters, um, yes, he was very much in it, but I was like, Frankie had the big lead, then Frankie blew it, then it was all Tigers. That like something really amazing was going to come from that. And all that really comes from these things are team golf appearances. And not the wins that I'm expecting. All these great showings get this guy is spots on USA rosters. Like, is I, sort of what I'm saying. Sure. I could see myself this week, Can't, instead of doing like Dustin and Bubba, I could do Bubba, Xander, and Cantlay. And that's my week. Total makes sense. I remember that we did that one year here and Bubba ended up winning. We had Scott, Scott, someone, and Bubba. And they were all like 22 to 28 to 1. And that was our entire card. Mm-hmm. And realistically, the weeks that I actually win, or the weeks that I do that, very similar to last week, to be perfectly honest with you. It just didn't happen. But you get one or two of those guys in the mix, and then all of a sudden, good things happen. I like, yeah, I don't know. I'm still a sucker for Cantley, too. Be hard to get talked off that. I like the guys that kind of just played. I well, know a lot of things didn't thing go right this week. Bet everyone and see what happens. No, what do you mean? I said four guys. 
And I know that I can't bet them. <laughs> no, I'm strongly against that because I'd love to bet everybody. But I have said four guys. So cross, Ma- cross us as outright bets for me. Rory, JT, Rom. I'm not going that low. I'm going to cross off Tiger. I'm going to cross off Brooks. I'm going to cross off Finau. I'm going to cross off Hideki too. It'd be such a kick in the nuts if Hideki won after betting him for like three weeks in a row. So that leaves me with Dustin, Bubba, Cantley, Xander. So I can figure it out from there. Bubba's the only one I'm in on for sure. I'll have my cheat sheet out on Wednesday in case people who want to know who's not going to win by seeing who I bet. But that's where I'm at. Okay. And then I play that exact game, except I don't have Rom crossed off. And I don't, the guys that are still alive are the four I said. And maybe I'd be smart enough to look at all the signs that are bright with neon lights pointing to saying, fuck everything you think, just bet Bubba Watson. That's what, everything that, says that? That is that? exactly what I, I looked at the board. I was like, I don't care what Bubba, they could have put up at like 16 <laughs> to 1. I was like, I'm betting Bubba here. Like, why wouldn't I? Yeah, so that, that would be the, and that's why I'm keeping him alive. And I have joked, and in all serious matter, you're the Bubba whisperer. I was for one year. But has he won without you? No, he has not. That's my point. You can't lose being the bubble whisperer until he goes on to win in a week you didn't have him. I didn't even have him for his two top tens. Don't need him. Need him when he wins this week. So, yeah. So, that's it. I don't – That that's who I have. And, yes, would a sane person probably not have Finau still standing and have Xander still standing in their thought process? Probably. But that is not me. And I feel I got lucky two weeks ago that he didn't win, even though I was cheering for him to win. And I, I still think it's all there. And I do have scar tissue from the Bubba win here two years ago. Yeah. Because I had Finau and Cantley. So did I. I had Finau. No. I did not have Cantley because I didn't bet him at 50 to 1. But we saw Bubba at 50 to 1. And we talked about Bubba's a great bet here. And then neither yeah. of us bet him. Neither of us bet him. Fortunately, he got us back twice that yeah. year. So that was good. But that, we've, as everyone's been well documented, that was the all-star weekend. And I oh, even having that day, I got cocky. I didn't even bet him live. I think he was losing to both of those guys. There is, th- there is something about this course, and it's not going to apply to everyone, but we see it with Bubba. Like, historically and, like, statistically, Bubba is not great around the greens. But these putting complexes are really bizarre. Like, the greens themselves are really tricky. You have that Kikuya grass that is around, and that you can play the Kikuya drinking game this week if you want to die. Because people will bring up Kikuya grass. Because it's really hard to hit the fairway here. Very narrow fairways. Everyone's in the rough. It's Kikuya. And you're like, oh my God, Kikuya. You know, they have this in South Africa. Did you know that? It's very thick. Either way, you have to know how to play your chips around here. And Bubba knows the short game around here. It's almost like at Augusta where he just understands those complexes really well. Phil's very much the same way. And Phil has it. And Pebble Beach kind of goes into the same thing too. Like there's a reason that Phil can continuously gain so many strokes on and around the greens at Pebble Beach year after year because he knows how it's set up. He's played it so many goddamn times. He knows if he short sides himself, he knows where he can actually put it to either A, make the putt, or B, put it close to the hole. And I think that same sort of logic applies at Riviera too. The guys that consistently do well. I look back at Bubba's past five years at this course, and those always have not been good Bubba years. Yes, he won three times two years ago. Remember the year before that? He was god-awful. Playing the purple ball, god the pink balls awful. and shit. Yeah. So, past five years, if you look at strokes and off the tee, approach around the green and putting. He has gained in every single one of those metrics the past five years outside of last year where he lost one stroke on approach and still came T15. 
So the past five years, 15th, first, 14th, first, first in his past five starts. He withdrew once because he was hurt. But I like him a lot. You won't be the only one. I Sure, and that never usually goes well for all no, of us. No, l- listen, I, I, but it I, makes so much sense. And as I said, there's... I so- think the names here are going to push people away from him, though. I really do. Like, why would I bet Bubba when I can bet Cantlay or mm-hmm. Brooks at, like, the same price? I think people will outthink right. it. Yeah, again, that was the number one thing. And I got hit with a tweet first thing in the morning. Do not overthink it. It's Bubba. Everything says says Bubba. I'm trying to make excuses for Dustin, but it should be Bubba. I don't mean excuses. I mean, I'm making excuses why I like Dustin so much. Uh, I think he's very much in his, like, he's played a couple weeks. This is going to sound so dumb. Sort of like how uh, I liked uh, the Jiskovicic in the Super Bowl. Because we hadn't seen it. Hadn't seen it in a couple weeks. They didn't put it on tape. Dustin, yes, I completely gave him a free pass yesterday. We got to the back nine yesterday. He couldn't buy a putt for three and a half days, and he's hanging out with his father-in-law. Do you know how frustrated you get by day four on the back nine with your father-in-law, and you can't hit a putt? And the conditions are getting shit? So he gets a free pass from me. But even in Saudi, the guy was on top of flags, couldn't hit a putt. It might be this week. It could be next week. He has not lost strokes putting at this event since 2015, where he lost 0.6 strokes. In every appearance he's made here since 2012, he is seven of eight gaining putts on the green. He knows these greens very well. We, I, I'm, I'm thinking about betting yeah, him. I really am. We're gonna, we are literally, it's going to be one of those weekends where it's like, happy to learn how to putt. Like the 24-footers are dropping and the pin-stalking ones, you know, to four feet. So, and maybe it's next week in Mexico where you can crush it too. But we are, in my opinion, in a Dustin Sweet spot. I had I didn't win a bet last week, but I had the willpower not to bet him. So here here I am, fourteen to one at the Riv. I don't know. I've cashed half a ticket on this like here before a couple years ago. Well, about been eight to one. I think I believe he was five and a half to uh, one. Unreal. So I'm I'm here. The fact that he's playing, he's in it. I I don't know his even flow attitude off a shitty Sunday. Let's go. I don't I don't have a concern. Next, I've got a few concerns, but I'm excited. Next range of guys. If you were to scrape off the top 10 that we just talked about and the field only included the rest of these guys, it would still be one of the best fields of the year. Day 33. Adam Scott for the first time this year, 33. Another guy who's won at Riviera and tends to play well here every single year. Leishman coming off the win. He's 40. Reed is 40. Phil is 40. Rose is 40 for whatever reason. And then answer is 45 for whatever reason. Sergio, first time we've seen him, 50. So is Sungjae. So is Morikawa. So is Bryson. You got Casey at 55, along with Spieth. Fitzmagic, Kucher, both at 60. Defending champ JB Holmes at 70. Grace and Nah and CH3, 80 to 1. If you want to play that Quail Hollow crossover, Max Homma is 90 to 1. He won at Quail Hollow last year. If I made a bet in this range, uh, it would be Paul Casey. I think it would be. I one. think it would be Paul Casey for me too. And just it. And there's what a, do we do with his Sunday? There's a book out there. I don't know those. I I saw some horrific scoring and weird things yesterday. That I don't know. You could almost free pass it. That's a dumb way to look at it. But that, if I'm gonna bet my bet Paul Casey, I'm deciding to ignore on what, what it got what us saw. a better number. Because there's no reason for Casey not to be like. 
Last time Adam Scott played, I believe he won, which was in Australia somewhere in like December. But he hasn't won like a real event in a long time. I mean, Casey only wins at Valspar. So maybe a top five bet on Paul Casey is probably the way that you would want to play this. But I like the number a lot. There's a book with uh, 66 on Sungjae. Sort of like is in this that, is this where Sungjae gets it though? I don't know, but I'm just gonna make the point sort of to like that rule we had with Cantley a couple years ago, like crossing fifty, uh, you got my attention, sir. But I'm never. I don't want to bet you when you have the same, you know, when you're expected to win at like twenty twenty two, which we see a lot because Sungjae plays. He took a week off. I don't know if that's good or bad thing. That's like taking a year off. He's probably <laughs> yeah. the rustiest man on the planet at this point. He's essentially Molinari, maybe. Well, <laughs> just just to throw him into this mix, Molinari is 140 to 1. Life he has the same odds as Jim Furyk does this week. Life comes at you fast. Uh, I don't know. Is that an auto bet or just... Like, and he is god-awful at this event, too. Like he is, Even when he was good, he was okay. bad at this event. I will only say I'm not doing it, but you might... Should because you were one of the people that was auto betting him when you thought like the forty was too big a couple forty weeks at, ago. Forty at Amex is a bit different. So than, you're right. You're right. You have to be, you have to beat Rom instead of seven Roms or twenty Roms. Yeah. 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 No. Nope. <laughs> at a course where you're terrible anyway. No. Nope. Fair. Fair point. And he's probably here because the Tiger invitation. Yeah. Tiger's like I dummied you at the Masters last year. Here's a free invite. And it's in every single international Presidents Cup team player got invited. Tiger was handing them out in the locker room. Is Hadwin here? Yes. Okay. 110. Then yes. He tends to play this course really well. Historically. Are we not giving J.B. Holmes enough credit here? He has three consecutive top 16 finishes. Listen, maybe he wins. He can He's win also won a Quail Hollow, too. He's... I might do it. It's not and a... It gives me something to... Like, if I tune in to fucking Sunday and J.B. Holmes is there, and I'm there, like, screaming at my TV, it's like, this is unwatchable. I may as well at least have money on him. Right? Sure. Yeah. The number seems fair for a defending champion. He is a guy. One of the reasons I like to bet Reed a lot is because when I feel he gets into the big moment on Sunday, if he got head to head with one of those top five names here, I don't like he doesn't wilt. He might not win, but he doesn't like wilt. You don't like feel it. You don't see it in his face for a moment. Now, maybe that's just my amateur psych degree that I'm trying to get my dad his money's worth, but I don't know. Kokrak was the other guy that we had that year. J.B. Holmes also doesn't, I feel like, when he gets versus those top five players, maybe he just tries to slow them to death, but he doesn't wilt versus them. And he's held on a couple times, I feel, in his career at premium layouts. As you mentioned, Quail Hollow, that plays host majors. He uh, dethroned JT here last year. That all being said, I don't bet J.B. Holmes. I don't bet him. I've won some cash on J.B. You in have. the past. It's been good to me over the years. One of the few. You got a big, like a huge win on him. Quail Hollow. At, uh, there. Huge. Out of his, yeah, because he still, that was probably his first win after the brain surgery. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be too hard on him for the slope. Like, guy, not... The guy had like a lobotomy. Okay, while we're here. And he here, rebounded and started winning on the PGA Tour again. While we're here, uh, Bryson got named to like the top 20 fittest athletes. Guns. The in, gun like, show um, with Bryson. America and a lot of uh yeah it's just funny and then I saw the golf channel guys like debating it and saying it's not really fair because he's just um like his sample isn't long enough he's just at the beginning of his fitness journey fitness journey 
But also this new like distance report that's come out is essentially it's like the complete antithesis of everything Bryson is is trying to accomplish. How so? In that Bryson is trying to maximize distance to the extreme based on the rules and the technology and the balls and fitness. And even if you see like the they're not like funny workouts, like the in-depth of his workouts, like he does like the smallest little like twitches just to build like like literally it's like mesmerizing you, yeah, you, build those, you build those twitch muscles no you'd be like bored like the focus it almost takes to like do that workout for that long kind of anyhow it seems like bryson is trying to take how golf is being played at this very moment in time and go like 180 degrees with it and i don't doubt that sorry that's a bad example like just take it to the limit Okay, so of, not the other yeah, way. No. He's, he's not like the, the, he's the not report, decreasing yeah, his distance. The, the report is trying to like Bryson is like the future before the future if they don't change it. Guys have already become fitnessy and everything, but like if they don't change it, the future golfer is Bryson. Is sort of like what yeah. Bryson is thinking. Yeah, but it, the, nothing is going to change. I, golf's hard. Go, no, not not only is golf know. hard, but like distance is going to play and distance is going to matter. As much as they can talk about, they want to scale it back and do this and do that. They won't. They won't do that. I, listen, I don't know. What are they going to do? Here, you have to play with a wooden ball. No, there's a lot of weird things. It's say like Augusta is going to have its own like Augusta only ball. That's interesting. But I feel like only the Masters can get away with that. Of course they can, because <laughs> no one's going to. Okay, I'm not going to the Masters. Okay, don't come to yeah, the Masters. Don't come. Go ahead. Yeah. Stay uh, home. Kenny, Kim, and I talked about this on an upcoming podcast, which we have already recorded, about Bryson. But he's going to figure this out. 100%. Once he figures out how to hit the irons like, and be able to judge the distance like with his new frame, it's game on for Bryson. Always. And you, you may as well, if the books want it, you may as well take those deep summer majors and bet him. Because he doesn't win early in the year anyway. He heats up. We see it as wins came, uh, like FedEx Cup wins. Yeah, basically Memorial and on. It's when he wins. So you get these huge numbers. He's going to figure it out. Like him, don't like him, whatever. He's working 24 hours a day to perfect whatever he's doing. And I think we'll very much see it, though. Like, he's a form player. And he's a guy, I think we said it in the preview shows, because of everything he's doing, he's a guy you'd pay attention to anyway. I have a hyper-focus on him because I, I'm i just on a form watch. Because the second the form's coming, he's going to make it happen. He's too freaking good. Per, he works too hard. Per my numbers, who do you think the best value in the field is? Like, who ranks the highest on your model? Who ranks the highest on my model versus their odds? would you say like should be classified as essentially like 25 to one, but is not or potentially higher. Wow. He has never played in this event before. He has a PGA tour win. Neiman Morikawa. Morikawa is 50 to one and you can find a 55 on him. If you look hard enough, I just worry that he's never played it before. But everything just points to him. Being, like, he putts well on Poa. He's a ball-striking fiend. He drives it deep. Like, should be really good here. Yeah, and I will say to the point, and you could say it's, like, just a cop-out to, like, save my ass. I'm not saving my ass. I'll either hit a winner or I won't. But I truly believe if one of the elite elites don't win, and you could maybe call Morikawa that, it is, like, a either Morikawa phenom type or a Leishman, yeah, 
this guy wins. That doesn't like shock me. Yeah. Like we saw at Tory Pines the, kind of uh, body. There is no middle ground the only, for the a only, lost soul here. The only drawback on Morikawa is the driving distance. Like he is in the bottom half of this field in terms of distance. And that can be overcome because he's great with his irons. That goes a long way. But that would be the only holdback I would he, he's have. Not like on the, uh, he's not in the WGC, is he? I believe no. he's 51st in the world. Oh, wow. So he's close. We'll be getting something on, on all that do official th- update soon, I would think. Do you think it's funny that uh, Morikawa is here, Wolf is here, and very cursed Victor Hovland not even invited? Why wouldn't he be invited? Because he went over and played in Europe. Like he doesn't have con- like his conditional status is way down versus the other corn fairy guys. So like Scheffler gets in and he doesn't. It feels like a big mistake on his part. Yeah, I would think so. But he'll make up for it. Sure. Are we gonna see him all through Florida? I would think so, right? I would guess. Like he's not in the Masters, so he needs to get himself in. He's. Mm-hmm. I believe. <laughs> I think he's close. Is there anyone else from this range? So Casey, like, do you want to bet Bryson? Because I don't really. I want to see him kind of figure yeah, it out first. As I just said, no, no. I got suckered in. Sometimes it'd be a great desert golf player, Spieth? but not here. When is the next Speeth comfort zone track? Is that the Masters? Valspar. He's one at Valspar. Yeah. I would think that he could be live at Mexico too. Because you can hit Why it, not? Yeah, very you can hit yeah. it into the woods there and be like, free drop. <laughs> be in the middle of the fairway yeah, just, if phil doesn't fill on there if yeah. phil hasn't qualified for the wgc and it doesn't look like he can just get phil as your caddy be like phil teach me the tricks man show me where the sprinkler heads are i love that but yeah no phil's want i could see spieth being uh totally live there it's a short course that sometimes a guy like dustin just decides he wants to hit all his putts well dustin can like drive the greens there too him and rom <laughs> Let's see, where is Colin Morikawa, 53rd in the world? Scotty Scheffler, 54th. Should he be the target for us here? Because we've liked Scheffler. He's played really well. He's advanced in the world rankings right along with those other guys. And he's doubled, more than double the price of Morikawa. And he has the distance to go along with it. I like what you're selling. I just don't think I'll have any pennies left. Just not, and he's not quality enough to go for it? I- I would love to see it. I would really be mad at myself because I've bet this guy a lot. And I expect we're, we're him like 28 to one. And I expect to lose a lot of money on Scheffler and Corey Connors this year. And I guess over a hundred to one is the only place I can go again, but I don't, I don't have many pennies left once I decide what I'm going to do. God bless beyond hunt and for taking the week off. Shout out to that guy. Well, fuck Thomas Peters for taking the week off. I don't know if he was invited. I assume that's why he's not here. But that's okay, because when we get to the long shots right now, we can just take South African Thomas Peters. I bet EVR at 110 to 1 with the each way. I think he can compete here. I don't mean He just sell me. I I like EVR. I'm one of those. He's exactly like everyone else who competes here. He's long. He's a ball-striking fiend, and he can't putt. Like, those are the types of guys that you take here. He's like when Luke List was good. He's like better Luke List. Okay. And it seems like all parts of his game are, they're not quite as hot mm-hmm. as they were when he won during over on the European tour during like the swing, but I don't know. He's, so Scotty and like, put it this way. Brendan Todd is a hundred to one. Love Brendan Todd. EVR is 110 to one. EVR is a better player. 
Yeah, same okay. with Scheffler. You'd rather bet Scheffler, too. That just have almost the prototype that I'm paying for at 14 to 1. Yeah. And 10 to 1, maybe. Uh, so then in that case, does Cameron Champ at 100 do anything for you? I st- One of the reasons I didn't end up betting Champ last week, but he was a core part of my a lot of people liked him. lineups. Um, and then he was like everyone else who didn't win on Sunday. It was, just, oh, it was like 9 over. Crazy, crazy. But he plays really well at short courses. He's kind of woodlandy that way. It's funny, like, once you get him to scale back a little bit with the distance, like, once he starts hitting irons off the tee, or if he just downgrades from the driver just a little bit, he's always going to be able to reach these par fives. Can he scramble good enough here? No, but bad scramblers can scramble well here because this entire course is really unique. Curious to see what he did last year. This is, I feel Don't we have the easiest par fives here? Yes. I remember the year Tony lost. He He could not birdie. He could not birdie the easiest par five on tour for the season that that weekend. Uh, it drove me bananas. And this is where we had we restarted. Was that last year? What? It was like a monsoon. We restarted. Oh yeah, that's right. We had the restart after People like three were holes. People losing their minds. Not real golfers who are actually getting paid to play and had the birdie taken away, maybe. But D like Twitter people were were losing their minds. We glossed over one guy, two guys, really. Three guys. Which range? Three guys. At the, like close to the very top. Okay. We Is didn't one talk of them Patrick Reed? Yeah. Like we didn't talk about basically anyone 33 to 50. I'll talk about Patrick Reed. Justin Rose is Andrew Curse this week, if people need to know. People want to know that. That's Tim's one and done pick. Hey, he, it's a really good number for Justin Rose. Great number. Like that's a scary good number for him. Smart people what, what, who are what, what, allocating their funds properly. Could bet Justin Rose. Somebody who's betting where I'm going to bet this week just can't bet Justin Rose. Missed the cut at the Farmers. That's his only PGA start so far this year. He was in Singapore. He was. He was second in Singapore. But Kuchar won Singapore, right? Yeah, whatever. So it was Kuchar, Rose, then he came over to Torrey and missed the cut. But this course on paper sets up for him really well. Same with Adam Scott. They seem like prototype guys for this sort of place. Scott hasn't played in a while. Scott hasn't played since the last year when he won the Australian PGA so, Championship. Okay. And then he played in the President's Cup. Or he played the President's Cup, yeah, then he played that. I think this was after, but yeah. You aren't um you aren't wrong. And and listen, Reed, who it's a hard course. He seems to play well at, at long these long courses. distance courses. He was right there. He had himself in the mix at Tory. Right, he had that great eagle early in the round to sort of catapult him in, and he was contending into the weekend, and we're here to stack Ryder Cup points all year long. I think that's a sneaky, sneaky yeah. bet, but at this range, I just can't can't do it. And if I did, I'd rather bet Casey. Sergio, 50 to 1. This used to be like his jam. He, he never won yeah. here, but he played well here every single year. Like when I think about like the prototype for the type of player that you want, Sergio is kind of the guy. Like, historic Sergio. That's why Casey generally plays well here. Like, they're very similar. Scott, Adam Scott. Scott's a bit longer than them, but, like, just pure ball striking. Oh, but please. Those are the guys. Like, if you were looking mid-tier, like that prototype. So we, we have to find them, but not them kind of thing. Because I don't know if Sergio's going to get it done here. Sergio's been, I mean, he was in Saudi, and he's been over. I mean, the numbers, the stats won't show it on the uh, deep dives. No. Europe Euro events. stats. 
Where's Victor Perez? He's inside the top 50 in the world. He'll be there next uh, next week. We get to talk about Victor Perez. I would rather bet Paul Casey like 100 times than Sergio right now. Sergio, 8th in Abu Dhabi, 23rd in Dubai, and Plain then 6th in Saudi. Playing, well, like, playing like all right. I take back the hundred times in a row I'd rather bet Paul Casey right now, <laughs> but I would rather bet Paul Casey right now. All right. It's a big number. It's a hard range. You mentioned Coke Rack. Well, we're not down there yet, are okay. we? No. I don't know. We kind of cleared it with Scheffler and EVR, so I thought we Yeah, might we did. Just very. Um, the, the one guy to pay attention to of the shorter hitters, Kevin Na plays really well at this course. Kevin Na's playing yeah. well. You wouldn't notice it that he's playing well, but he had that like bit of an injury, couldn't drive the ball. All of a sudden, he's kind of getting it back a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, I bet Kevin uh, last week. That was a mistake. Granted, if he had one fine back nine, he probably finishes like, like T10 or something. Like T5, maybe. The thing with Kevin Nah, Pat, is, I mean. He can't drive the ball. Yes. Like, he's lost the ability to drive. And, and he was never a good driver to begin with. And he's, he's bad now. But last week, the field wasn't as strong. And, yes, he has the swing season wins. But he has three wins in an 18-month span. He plays his best golf on short courses. Um, his world ranking for last week's field, based on what his odds were, were kind of out of whack. In my opinion, I took the chance. Uh, was very wrong. This field, I think, sets up way differently. I don't care to bet Kevin. Uh, Kevin, uh, 28th in the world rankings right now. It's good. Yeah, it's what I mean. So last week, he was probably like fifth or sixth in World the whole field. Yeah, and he was 80 to 1. And he was 80 to 1. He's 80 to 1 again here now. Uh, La- last week was probably the better bet. You're right. But just for whatever reason, he and Hadwin are both short hitters that tend to play well here, which I found interesting. Hadwin. I'm not betting Hadwin. I'd probably prefer to bet Coke Rack if I was going to do it. And in this range, like I said, like for me, I'm Ian Casey, I'm Ian Sergio. I'm eyeing Rose, and I'm eyeing JB, but I can't commit to any of them yet. I want to think about it a little bit more. I feel like I... Has Neiman played here before? Neiman? Neiman look. and Grillo. Did they, had they, those guys have good Gr- runs here. Grillo? Or were, there, were there, like, amateur events here? I don't know. I feel like that, I've been that, that, That's a Josh Perry question. Feel don't, like a, don't ask me that. Genesis. Neiman was 44th last year here. Lost four and a half strokes putting. Huh. Tita Green. Yeah. Very high up. Could not make a putt. Interesting. But he is sort of like the Sergio type, Casey type. Like, that's what he does well. Strikes the hell out of the mm-hmm. ball. 90 to 1? You piqued my interest. I don't... I just I don't know if I'm running well. Long shots. Harry mentioned I like EVR at 111. I've actually bet that already. I'm looking at Scheffler and Kokrak. At 125 so why not to Wolf? one. Wolf's approach has just been bad. Like he can't strike an iron at this point. And any love for a guy like Connors this week? I like Connors every week, but I don't know if this is going to be the spot for him. I think if I was going to go like super deep, and I don't think I'd do an outright on it. I mean, I would because I'm a sucker like that. They're like five bucks on them to win or something. But like top 20 wise, Carlos Ortiz has never finished worse than T26 in three starts at this event. I liked him two I saw weeks him in your ago. article. I liked him two weeks ago when he shit the bed, but. Sometimes you have a bad week. I wish I had listened to Rick last week and got back on Lonto after one bad week. Ortiz is, what, 200 to 1? I don't think that he is going to win, but his odds for a top 20 are probably 8 to 1. It's pretty good. Like, DraftKings-wise, I like him. So I could see myself getting suckered in. What about... Oh, never mind. 
I'll see. Let's play a game. If the conditions are really bad, will it has a chance? I totally forgot Will it was here. But yes, if the conditions are really, like really if, bad, if the, yeah. If the, if the conditions are tough, then yeah, I do think he's live because he's live on these courses anyway. Because he'll like make birdies on. He plays the long par fours well. He plays par threes really well. The par fives here aren't daunting enough that it does keep the shorter hitters in play. If the ball striking's on. Why not? I don't see why that would be that big of an issue. Like I, I prefer Willett at his one forty to Molinari at his one forty. Like of the one forty, like one twenty five and above guys, he's by far the best player. Unless, like, Keegan has a week. No. Nah? I, maybe. I don't know. So uh, that Patrick Rogers love got ended quickly last week. From- <laughs> I, I felt very good about no Rogers, no knocks. That was, like, my one good takeaway from Pebble. Avo- avoided the disaster on those guys. Uh, okay. I guess Siwoo, what, 500 to 1 yet? Where are we? Uh, Siwoo's 400 to 1. He was top five here last year. One, I, This is the big Siwoo. Oh. This is the big Siwoo payday, back-to-back weeks last year, Pebble and this week. Oh, my. Last, was it Pebble? or He was – those irons were unconscious. Here. Was it here? It was here. The condi- couldn't make the It fight. was a wet Sunday, and just Nance, and this guy from, like, 205 out on – like, was just sticking three wood, irons. Three wood from the rough in, like, the trees oh, sticks it. Sticking it. You see, like, it's the reason, like, people, it's funny, because so many new people have come to the show, like, they don't quite understand the Siwoo thing. And, and then they roster him in DraftKings and wonder yeah. what and the, the whole thing is, like, you don't ever roster him on DraftKings. You bet him at 400 to 1 because he could win at 400 to 1. Because you see these rounds from your, like, it's like when Reed gets going and you're like, where is this every time? Yeah. Like, why are but, you in the woods half the time? Like, what is going on? But as a, and then you see it with Siwoo, you're like... Why is he sticking it to three feet every time? Yeah. Like, what's happening? These holes, like, no one's but a hardest hole of the day, Jim. And then uh, you, me- you remember ball when- comes out of the sky. And it's funny, because Rory has really cleaned out this part of his game where he's far more consistent now. But remember we'd see, like, and we'd see these, like, peak Rory rounds, and it would be like, everyone else is even in the field because it's a rough day, but Rory's eight under because he's put everything to yeah. five feet regardless of where his drive went. Yeah. See who has those rounds. They just now Sometimes. happen once a year now yeah. instead of, with Rory, it's happening like once a tournament. Yeah, and Siwoo, yeah, just putting it together a couple days. Poor guy. I think that I think the military service is getting to him. I think he sees that looming. That sucks. Yeah. He he's a bat out of hell sometimes, though. Man. Do we get back on Patrick Rogers? Is this the time to go to Patrick Rogers? Maybe. Oh, everyone's hating on him. I saw Afi Barnrat shot David Duval type scores last week. There was a couple really. Ryan Brem, I think, shot 90. Well, he was on the weekend, so that looked bad. Because he made the cut. Two guys I have for you. And I don't know if I want to bet them outright or what I really want to do. Your your guy, 160 to 1, Andrew Putnam. Okay. He's played well at courses where Dustin Johnson plays well. He just had a withdrawal, though. Is there something there? I don't know. He's playing this week, so I assume he's fine. The other guy, Joel Damon, 275 to 1. Over the past 12 rounds, I know it's a short sample, but current form, he ranks fifth in this field on par fours from 450 to 500 yards. He does not have the distance you would love, but he's like average. And if you do play that Quail Hollow crossover, he was the guy who lost to Max Hama, if you remember well, last year. Everyone thought that Damon was going to get that win. Everyone was super psyched. And then Hama comes out of nowhere and just makes every putt and beats him. But I think ball striking wise, Damon's like, all right. And Sneaky was one of the few guys who played well 
yesterday. He was T14 at Pebble Beach. And at Pebble Beach, two off the T, three on approach in those two rounds. Not bad. And a T20 would pay around 9 or 10 to 1. Don't mind me. I'm just seeing if my street book posted yet. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, they're not on the ball. Should probably not be advocating illegal gambling places on this show, sir. But, uh, yeah, fair enough. No, they haven't posted. Answer at 40 makes no sense to me. I get that answer's good, but, like, no. better than Morikawa? No. I was betting this guy, like, 40 out of, American like, Express. Yeah, like, that. no, yeah, no, no. That's a great point. 40 at the... What the fuck is that? Watch him win, but no. I think if I power ranked everyone under 50 to 1, he, he might, might be, be the last guy I'd bet. I, I, would, I would probably... I mean, Phil has the experience here. Okay, fine. And he hits bombs now, so You're that right. helps. Maybe I had a Phil. Bryson would be a wild card. I'd still probably take Bryson. Yeah, for sure. Past 36 rounds, looking at that key par 4 range, the 450 to 500, where the hardest holes actually occur. Neiman's inside the top 10 in this field. So is Bubba. So is Reed. Sebastian Munoz. Rom. Finau. Woods. Brooks. Hadwin. Yeah. So Neiman, should Neiman take like the Byung-Hung Ann allocation money this week? The Byung-Hung <laughs> Ann of the week? <laughs> yeah. Joaquin Neiman? Yeah, why not? Like he's doing it. He'd be in, he'll be infuriating to like shot track trace though. Yeah, not, and we, we finally he'll get, be tight. we finally get shot tracker back now yeah. too. And he'll be tight, and you'll be so frustrated when the putt doesn't drop because he, of how tight he it lost was. Seven strokes putting at the Sony. Seven. That's a lot. That's, a that's lot hard stro- to do. Yeah, that's that's like you're actively missing. That's Paul. Yeah. That's Justin Thomas from the final round here last year. Bad. I wish Reed wasn't such an enigma. What about your guy Norin? It's coming on. I, I bet him last week. He was good through like three rounds or two and a half. Two rounds. and was, a half. He had a very Casey-esque week. He had a great, you know, he was crushing Friday, the hard holes of Pebble, but couldn't make anything on the easy ones. Interesting. And you know what? Tip to uh, shucks, what's Steve Rawlings, Steve the punter. He tipped on Thursday on his like, I guess he does post round tips. He suggested... I mean, got better to be lucky than good. But Nick Taylor, after round one at 20, 22 to one, was a very good play because of the course rotation, because history showed leaders at this event are there on Sunday. He didn't necessarily guarantee the win at that moment, but he's like, that number is just really good for the history of this event. And a guy and, who's currently but, winning. And a guy that's acknowledged how much he likes Pebble Beach as a, as a course. Nick Taylor back-to-back this week? No, I'm not there, but yeah, I don't know. The guy was still, uh, Nick Taylor was standing after each round, wire to wire. You know what bet I'm going to make? Low Mexican, Ortiz over answer. If I can find that bet, I like that bet this week. Because you have to think at 40 to 1 versus a 200 to 1 guy, that answer would be like a minus 350 favorite, right? In the way that those odds work. I agree. So you get like... Plus two seventy five. Trying to find if there's Ortiz. like, is there no Weasley third Mexican? No, there definitely isn't. I don't think unless Ortiz's brother is playing. You know, who really let me down on Saturday. I Jimmy Walker, ninety to one. Nor the, the round that everyone had on Sunday. Jimmy Walker had on Saturday. I didn't see it. He was probably so far back like, the cut line that no, like, he was there. Uh, like he threw two rounds. He was at like five under. I was like, this isn't a bad spot to be in. Like. 
you're going to like, I think you ended up playing Spyglass, which played super tough on Saturday. But I was like, did you shoot like two, three under? And like, I didn't expect Taylor to go out and have such a giant lead, but I assumed he would be like in the mix, four or five back, that kind of thing. And he was like seven over on the back nine. <laughs> Thanks for showing up, Jimmy. Appreciate it. One player has made the cut here every year. I believe we were on him last year and he just, he made the cut, then really let us down on the weekend. Trying to find his odds, but I can't. Charles Howell III? It is not Charles Howell III. Because I'm bad. And I just spelled that guy's name wrong. Now, Charles Howell III is actually uh, 225. He's 80 to 1. My guy here is 225 to 1. I'm more thinking about this from like a T20 DraftKings perspective now. Who? Really let me down this week. My one Nick Taylor lineup that I had five of six in, I played the core stacks and Nick Taylor ended up on this team. Sung Kang. Mm. Who was like, he was very Kevin on Ness. Kevin not asking that first round. He was like four under, and they ended the day like five over. But he was like awful. Okay, a couple. But he's played this course really well the past four years. Two hundred twenty-five to one. I'm gonna go quite a bit higher into a range that I'm not really gonna be betting from. But two guys that I do like when they do get to tougher courses are Norn and Brennan Grace. I didn't even see Grace. He's at eighty. So I was in this range, but Norn. He, like, I feel like what I'm saying, like, let's just wait for Norn to get to harder courses. And then he'll have my attention again. Honda seems like a good spot for him if he plays. Hope he plays. I think he might play. We can go cheer him on. Yeah. Chuck Hoffman? Used to be a guy who killed this course. You can bet him first round leader. Oh, with, yeah. With good, Nick Watney. Good call. Yeah. What, Watney Hoffman, first round leader. What did he end up? Oh, he ended up missing the cut last week? Shit, he was in it. I just assumed that because I didn't see him on the leaderboard that all of a sudden, that you know, he was like one under because he'd blown up on Sunday. Didn't even get there. Fun stuff. All right. I think we've talked this through a little bit. Let's get some quick picks in us. Four quick picks for the Genesis Invitational. I am betting one, Mr. Bubba Watson, at 22 to one. I am betting Eric Verhoyen, the Dutchman from South Africa, an Afrikaans at 100 and 110 to one with the top five each way. The other guys garnering my interest from the top, and I'll release these later in the week because I want to deep dive on it a bit more. Dustin at 14 to one, Cantley and Xander 20 and 22. Probably end up with one of those guys. I'll probably end up with one of Rose, Casey, or Sergio. I'm going to bet the Bjorn Hun Ann of the week, Joaquin Neiman. At 90 to 1. I'm going to do that right now as soon as we end this show. I I'm, feel like I got to do it too. I th- I'm thinking about JB Holmes at 70 for a repeat, but you know maybe that's more of a top 10 play. I don't know. I might add Scheffler to that card, and I may have talked myself into Ortiz or Damon, but I do like that Ortiz over answer low Mexican if you can find it. So that's where I'm kind of ranging at right now. I officially only have two bets in. Neiman will make three, but trying to gauge my interest here, really where I want to hammer down. You. Goddamn carrier pigeons. This is the part that I cut out and sent to them, you know. Sorry. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. You uh, don't need to tag Jeff in tweets to say that Philip Rivers is leaving. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, did you? Dustin, you were aware of the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dustin, no, but now it's... Go ahead. Can we just restart? No, this we're, we're, we're editing it out anyway for right, them. Fine. This is going to keep the real show. This is all in. I'm not cutting this part out. No, I'm just saying now it's like people that like haven't spoken to me in like three years. Send me a fucking text. Go fuck yourself. 
Uh, Dustin Johnson, I have bet on. And this is going to be either, uh, like you, there's decisions to be made. I'm either going to bet Dustin Johnson and John Rahm and call it a day with the Byung-Hung and special of Neiman, or bet Patrick, or bet Dustin Johnson with uh, Cantley and Finau. Just bet Bubba. Do it. Do it. I should. A sane person would. Actually, a sane person would not bet Bubba. I don't feel, I don't as much as, as I said during the show, everything's just pointing there and bright neon lights, I'm not, like, feeling it. I'm not feeling that pull. I'm being pulled by losers. Imagine betting Finau instead of Bubba Watson. What a clown. Like, woof. One and done selections for the week. Tim has already made his. He sent it to us. He's taking Justin Rose. I finally won the week with Jason Day. Which I thank you for because you picked first last week. We were both between Casey and Day. You picked Casey. I ended up with Day. I'm going to take, guess who? Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson is my one and done. I have a feeling that even if people don't bet him, he's going to be one of the more popular one and dones this week. Um, I see no reason to fade him, to be perfectly honest with you. But I think it's a nice spot to use Dustin if you want to. It's a nice spot to use one of the very elite guys. because This tournament has Boku Bucks in it now. Because it's an invitational. The purse got juiced up by $2 million. And I think a lot of people are going to stick in that Xander, Cantlay, Bubba, Hideki, Finau range and not use Rory, JT, Rom, or DJ. You For our show, you give me Cantley, but I will be throwing a hammer in the gut. Like a bigger hammer. I'll be yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to use Bubba in the gups, but for us, yeah, we are. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. AFC win total recap coming up this week with me and Gust. Rick Gaiman, Tuesday, baseball, UFC, golf talk. A lot coming up on the Pat Mayo experience. People want to get into a draw because they want to get those shows immediately for 100 DraftKings dollars. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle something you like about this show. You're going to draw for 100 DK bucks. For 20 DK bucks, two ways to do so. Smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section of this video. Tell me who you think is going to win or follow me on Instagram at the PME. Like any golf photo that comes up and leave a DraftKings handle in the comment section. You'll be in that draw for 20 DK bucks as well, which you can use to play in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings open the link in the description of this podcast and video. It's rake free. Fucking play in it. Give your head a shake. What's wrong with you? And that'll do it for us. We'll be back later this week. Enjoy the golf this weekend because it's going to be fun. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!